Welcome, family, to Season 5 of the Struggles of Life podcast, Finding Purpose in the Midst of Your Struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. So, family, um, this is um, this is Episode 4 of a series that we're in called The Lion's Den. Um, basically, we're in the book of Daniel, and the purpose for it is to look back on those days compare compare them to these days so that we can see an example as well as confirmation as to the times that we're living in and what to expect moving forward this is for us to be made aware of as we live in these times and expect much more that is being built up and pushed against the kingdom of God children God's children the pressure that's to come the pressure that's already here but definitely the pressure that's to come so we'll know in these times to not take life for granted or generously as we have received life from Christ, life in Christ generously, but not to live our lives that way in a sense of knowing what's happening today and what's to come. This is preparation. So again, this is season four. The name of the this is season four, part three, I believe. And the name of it is Future That's to Come. Alright, so um last week in Daniel two, we didn't read Daniel chapter two, however I I presented to to us a message that that I believe God put on my heart to bring forth to us. Um, and today we're in Daniel chapter three, and we are actually going to read Daniel chapter three um, because it's it's important for us to gain more insight of this awareness that we're supposed to be on top of. And so we'll know and also um, just be prepared to do whatever it is that we're supposed to do in Jesus for the kingdom of God. You feel me? So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Please forgive me if I'm not as clear today. Um, I got some things going on with my throat that's been de- uh, developing these past few days. <clears throat> um, you know how I like... Uh, Whenever, whenever you feel a cold coming on, it's like it's like the port. Look, this may not be accurate. I'm just telling you, like, you know what it seems like. Like, you know how like when your pores open up, or like you eat a peppermint, and it's like everything's open. Oh, everything opens up in your throat. That's kind of how like it started out um, three or four days ago, and yesterday my voice begun to change, and it's like now. Um, it has, um, 
phlegm has developed in my throat so it's like really um affecting my um my voice so uh bear with me and um yeah let's cover this real quick all right daniel chapter three the image of gold and the blazing furnace <clears throat> king nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold 60 cubits high and six cubits wide and set it up on the plain of dura in the province of babylon he then summoned the satraps prefects governors advisors treasurers judges magistrates and all the other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. Hold on, I lost my place. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, so the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up and they stood before it then the herald loudly proclaimed nations and peoples of every language this is what you are commanded to do as soon as you hear the sound of the horn flute zither lyre harp pipe and all kinds of music you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and all the kinds and all kinds of music all the nations and peoples of every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said, "No king." They said, "They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, may the king live forever. Your Majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither." Lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. Now, as we know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is is um is um my mind went completely blank. I'm sorry. So we know so is Daniel. Uh, is Daniel is Mishael um uh Azariah and hold on, I forget his other name. Hananiah Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Um, so they are the three Hebrew boys. Um, and we know, we learned this in uh, Daniel 1 where Nebuchadnezzar changed their names. In other words, with the plans of changing their identity to 
to his who his people is, to who he is. Now they've set up. Now he had this gold, um, this gold thing built. Now, first it was the identity thing. Now it's just not. It's not a target to them specifically, because it said all nations, and not only did it say all nations, it said everyone in every language is to bow down to this God, so to say this. So. Now we are witnessing today where there are things being created and built before our eyes that we may not even be aware of, but they're conditioning our minds. They're conditioning us to accept things that's being put in place. And if you, even if you look at movies, some of the things that that some of these movies, the storylines, and we can see agendas in some of these movies, and it started out in movies, and now we're starting to see it play out in real life. So we're being conditioned for what's to come. In the New Testament, it says the spirit of it, of the Antichrist is already here. So we also have to know that God kicked the devil to planet earth and the third of his angels. Now at that time, there was nothing created here in the land. So the, so the devil has already been, he, he been here. Him and his demons been here. So he been lurking here on earth before God created everything. So what's happening and what we're experiencing today is a, is the spirit of the Antichrist <clears throat> here in this land. So all the things that's being implemented, all of the agenda that's been pushed, all of the things that that stand against God's will, his law, his standards is being led by the Antichrist. Now, we also have to know that in Ephesians, I want to say chapter 6, it said that the, that the battle isn't against flesh and blood, but the rulers and principalities in the unseen world. So if so if the battle isn't against flesh and blood obviously it's a spiritual thing it starts in the spiritual realm first and it manifests into the physical so if we're 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 being led by a spirit either we're being led by the spirit of god or we are we are we're being influenced by the spirit of the antichrist so if we look at the things that's going on in this world, all the things that's coming up against Christians and just all these different laws and, and you know, like just all these different things. At one point, it was free to pray in public and, and also, you know, Jesus and God was in schools and, you know, it was okay to, you know, to rep your faith and everything, but it's like now all of a sudden everyone is being offended. 
And because everyone is being offended, now we're not freely to speak. We're not freely. We don't have the freedom to speak Christianity or do the things that we used to do pertaining to Christianity. We're not allowed to say Jesus in certain places. We're not allowed to bring this religion in. It's, and and I don't know if you noticed, but it's just Christianity. It's not against all the other religions. It's just Christianity. Now, Jesus, the son of man, was here and he was rejected. He was killed on a cross. So if they rejected, obviously they did not they did not identify who he was because they didn't know him. Because they didn't know him and he came with the kingdom talk, then they plotted to kill him on many occasions. Now, these are the same people witnessed him heal witnessed him feed on a few occasions 5,000, 7,000 with just five loaves of bread and, and two fish. How he stretched the food but that was that was not including women and children. They witnessed him. But because what he spoke was against what they were doing, convicted them contrary to what they believe or the agenda they was pushing themselves personally. Although they witnessed all of this, and he said he was the son of God. They plotted to kill. They rejected him. What makes us think they're not going to reject us? What makes what makes us think that they're not going to implement pressures that's going to come up, up against us? That's contrary to the will of God. Contrary to the kingdom of God. What makes us think that they're not going to put all these laws and different things in place against against God's children. If they did it to the Son of Man, why do we feel like that everything is going to be cool, sweet, and kosher with God's children? Again, we're being led or influenced by a spirit, either the spirit of God or the spirit of the Antichrist. Because everything begins in the spiritual realm. So, with that being said, we must be aware. Okay, where are we? Okay, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego 
So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? That's a trip. Just the chapter before. I'm sorry, in chapter one. No, I'm sorry. Chapter two, when Daniel interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream, he gave praise and glory to God. Then the next chapter, <clears throat> the next chapter, he built a gold image. <clears throat> and now he's telling them to bow down to it. And now, because they do not worship or bow down to this gold image, he, I want to, he promised them what was going to happen to them. And he said, let's see. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand. Huh, that's crazy. That's quite odd. Quite odd. One minute you acknowledging God for, and then the next minute, okay, let's see. Okay, cool. Let's see about this God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, <clears throat> that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. Say seven times. That's the number of completions. It's God's number. So these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, yes, 
majesty, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. Hmm, imagine that. Come out. Come here. <clears throat> Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything, the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble for no other God can save in this way. Check this out. Because <clears throat> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego again, like chapter 1, their faithfulness as well as their boldness to not compromise and give in to the pressures that was applied, shall, shall I say, that was put in place that came against their faith. They was willing to go to death before they compromised their faith. And because of it, God was able to not only express himself in his power, or through his power, he was able to make known that he is the God of all gods, that he is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And no matter what, king of this land do say or how much power they feel they have it does not trump the god of all gods the king of all kings the lord of all lords that's a fact and also again early earlier i said Oh, everyone is so offended about Christianity. Everybody have a problem with us speaking about our faith. And because of that, now we're not freely 
and openly permitted to rip our faith like that. Here it is. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood firm in their faith, allowed the power of God to act on their behalf because of their faithfulness. This is what King Nebuchadnezzar said. Daniel chapter 3, verse 29. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you say anything, you turn on, go on social media, like you go on the news, whatever media outlet, you have all type of personalities, people, the press, speaking against Christianity, talking bad about us. How is it that it's so freely and open to speak bad about our faith? It's okay. It's permitted. No one say anything. The people who put the laws in place about and all these different things that they put in place that Christianity like we can't do. But when we speak up and present this and and say that now they want to silence us. They want to quiet us down. Perhaps it's not a God power issue because of what the three Hebrew Hebrew boys did. God was able to so evidently the problem is the church. The problem is God's people. We've been so passive. We've been so intimidated. So soft. When it comes down to ripping our faith. Because there's threats of take a what they call it today, council culture. They're take your money there, take your resources there, take your name as in, in, in the sense of fame. They'll completely cancel you out because they, because they are afraid of that. They compromise. We compromise. Here in the U.S., they're not even talking to the death right now they haven't even put that much that type of pressure on us and we already willing to compromise but these three cats was willing to go to, go to death 
for their faith. And because of it, God moved. God showed himself. Perhaps it's not the power source. It's the outlets that's the problem. We're the outlets. It's not a a power issue from the power source. The outlets not working. The church not working. The people are not being affected. Effective because we're afraid to be counseled. That's a problem. Perhaps if we stood firm in our faith, perhaps if we would be bold in our faith as the Bible instructs us to do. Perhaps if we wasn't willing to compromise, whatever it takes, do what you got to do. And when things come against us, then those who don't believe Or those who do believe, but reject the God of our faith, the Lord of our faith. Perhaps that they're not seeing and witnessing the power source through which supposed to flow through the outlet, being so it could be effective in this land. However, if we was willing to be like, take the money, whatever you got to do, I would not compromise. It's so many of us worldwide. Let's keep it in the U.S. Because there are some countries where it's real. And here in the U.S., it haven't even got that real. And we already compromise in. Because we don't want to lose the stuff. We don't want to lose the notoriety. We're already compromising. It's enough of us in the USA. If we still affirm. If we allowed the power source the power from the power source to ignite our fire to intensify the heat may that power flow through us in a loving manner of course but making it clear we will not bend we will stand firm then we'll see the power of God make changes and break down barriers and walls that's being built up spiritually and physically that's being built up before our eyes And some of us 
who are the church see it and know it. But because being so attached to this land and the and the things in this world, not willing to lose it for their faith. But if we were then the land that says in God we trust will present to those individuals telling them therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of the children of the church in this land will bear the consequences from it. But we don't hear that because we're being passive. We're accepting what's going on today. what Jesus died for what his people died for we are over here playing cake Christianity where it's sweet to talk about Jesus Christ amongst ourselves to another brother and sister in the faith who join in or who we learn that represent the faith. Oh, but when we go to certain events, when we're around certain individuals where it's not sweet to talk about, to praise, to glorify and, and honor our Lord in a way that he expects us to. Then we compromise. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Don't you know as the children of God we are children of the king who rule and runs all of this. We are here on assignment as kingdom Authoritatives here. We have authority here in this land. Here in this world. Here in this country. We have a say. We have authority 
We have authority. So that's where that boldness come from. Because we have authority. From the king who run everything. From the king who created us and sent us here on assignment. To walk in authority. To talk with authority. Even love in authority. With authority. But not bend or compromise. Although we're acting in authority. There are some changes that has to be made in the church. We can't expect God to change anything outside of the church if he can't get his people in line. If his people, if his church is compromising and looking like the world do. Matthew, I believe, chapter 5, it said we are the light of the world. If salt loses seasoning, we have lost our seasoning. We have abandoned our authority. We have abandoned our responsibilities. We have abandoned our role. We have abandoned the kingdom of God for the riches of this land. For the gold the shiny stuff. We have bowed down and worshipped the things of this world. Here it is, the three Hebrew boys said, no, we will not worship your gods and we will not bow, bow down to that gold image that you built. Quit bowing down. <laughs> we have bowed down to the image to the images in this world because we want to have it. We want to be a part of the festivities. We want to have our cake and eat it too. One minute is about the kingdom. The next minute it's about indulging and partaking in the things of this world. He said we're supposed to be in this world but not of this world. We are in this world because we have a responsibility. We have a duty. But we're not supposed to get caught up with, with this world. Romans, I believe it's Romans chapter 12. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns, to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. A lot of us don't know why we even here, why we were created. And most people don't even care. This is a party house. And we want to be a part of it. Although we know it's a party when we go to heaven. Every day, no pain, no sorrow, no sadness. Every day, there wouldn't, it, it won't be a night. Every day, we'll be able to experience gold streets and be able to be in the presence of our God, our, our Lord. Every day, be like a party. Jesus told the disciples in the book of John that he was going away to prepare a place. And he talked about his father's house, his father's mansion, I'm sorry, that they have many rooms. Our home isn't here. We're here on assignment. We're here temporarily. You think about soldiers that go to other countries. They not there to become residents of those countries. They are there on a mission. We are here on a mission. We've forgotten about the mission. We forgot that we are here on a mission. Today, let's do our part in creating that change within ourselves, making the necessary adjustments, and speak boldly. So those who are uninformed those who are misled and those who are ignorant of their freedom in Christ their authority in Christ as children of God the kingdom So they have the opportunity to choose Christ before it's too late. We have an obligation. As always, it's an honor. I pray that this word that God has spoke through me have reached us, have touched us, have revealed to us, have convicted us to where now we can say, I get it now, I understand, I see it. I see it. We've been conditioned. I, I know. I, I always knew. But today, I got a confirmation. And may that confirmation 
be enough for us to make the decision right now to choose you always no matter what's come no matter the pressures <clears throat> no matter the laws no matter who's offended we will walk and speak in love but we will be clear of the faith that we proclaim the Lord that we proclaim Jesus who we profess and proclaim our faith that we will not compromise we will not bow down we will not give in but we will stand firm in our faith because of the one who laid down his life for us and we now have life in him because he rose on the third day and may that be clear but also may that be expressed and demonstrated through the way we walk through the way we talk the way we move because we kingdom y'all we from a kingdom that's over all nations that's over all people the kingdom of God is here it's time for us to stand up take our positions and walk as soldiers gods and perfect soldiers here in this land impacting the lives and bringing about change in this land in Jesus name I love you guys stay blessed just know that um, now's the time you were created with a purpose I was created with a purpose and it's time for us to walk in our calling while living out our purpose to the glory of his name and advancement of his kingdom. In Jesus' name, I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.